Hey you, you're here because you want more out of life, more money, pleasure, flow, freedom, luxury. Here we are all about an unwavering self-worth and a net worth you love to talk about. My name is Simone Mercer Huggins. I'm your resident unapologetic wealth queen. So far I've built seven figures from the ground up and this community is now doing the same. The Ms. Wealthy Movement is here to help you be more of the badass queen you were born to be. So tune in for everything investing, money energetics, millionaire mindsets, and everything in between. If you want to be a powerful player in the money game, you are in the right place. So welcome to the Kiss My Money podcast. Welcome back to the Kiss My Money podcast. I am your host, Simone Mercer Huggins, and today's episode, I have a guest with me that is long overdue. He is my trading coach and mentor, but he's also kind of a life mentor too. He's the guy that introduced me to Tony Robbins when I first hadn't heard of him about seven or eight years ago. And he also is a mentor just in terms of money and wealth accumulation and mindset and business. And so you're going to really love this app. Now we talk about a lot of things, demystifying and debunking a lot of the myths that exist around trading. And also it's going to be really enlightening for you to see what to look for when it comes to learning to trade or trading programs. Cause unfortunately there are a lot of scams and untrustworthy people out there and Adrian breaks down some things to look for and we also talk about other things that you might not know about or haven't heard of before now I do need to say before I get into this episode that you do not need to become a trader if you want to build wealth it's not a requirement I love it obviously and a lot of people that have joined investing bootcamp have gone on to also become a trader, but it's not necessary. So if you have been thinking of it, or if you're unsure if it's for you, this episode is going to be amazing to shed some light on that. And of course, if you have any questions about it or what is right, then you can always reach out to me and, you know, DM me on Instagram. And I've also put the notes in the the show notes of the links to get access to find out more about Adrian's programs. Um, I highly recommend them. They, um, you know, what has shaped my journey to get to where I am. And I have members in investing bootcamp that have gone on to do them as well. And I've seen them become traders literally in the space of just a couple of months. So tune in, enjoy, and I will see you on the other side. Adrian, welcome to the show. I, how have you not done this sooner? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I've been really, really looking forward to it, Simone. So thanks so much for having me. And uh, yeah, let's go. Looking yeah. Forward. Well, I'm excited. So uh, most people, if they've been, you know, in the Miss Wealthy movement, if they've been listening to the Kiss My Money podcast for a bit, they probably have heard me mention you or talk about you, particularly in reference to trading. But I was hoping you could kind of do a little bit of an intro into obviously you're the founder and CEO of Enlightened Stock Trading. I started my journey in trading. Um, it was actually coming up to seven years ago. I found like one of the, our first emails. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I was re-looking at some of the questions I was asking you. It's like, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, isn't it? I love seeing the progression of questions. Um, as someone grows and evolves, you know, there's a um, uh, great quote by Tony Robbins. He uses it all the time. Um, the quality of your life is mm. determined by the quality of your questions. Oh, I love that. Quote. And what I what I love seeing in teaching finance trading, particularly obviously, is how people's questions evolve over yeah. the journey from the very beginning. You know, those timid first couple of questions to um, you know, the really sort of advanced, sophisticated stuff and uh, that kind of blow my mind. It's like, wow, you got there already? That's so <laughs> awesome. You know, I, I just love seeing that evolution. So good. So what I consistently hear, particularly from women who had know nothing about investing, t- t- you know, complete beginner, had the same journey as I did. Like, I don't know what the now- Dow Jones is. I don't know what the NASDAQ is. Like, what does that even mean? to then go on and become a trader after 
they've you know deciding decided that they've got an investment portfolio and they want to learn more and just the thing that they consistently say is like I didn't ever think that would be me I didn't ever think that I could ever become a trader like I didn't identify or even think that was in the the world of possibilities and it's so amazing to see that progression it's just it's so rewarding yeah absolutely and uh, people's self-concept really does put a, a lid or a cap on on what they can achieve mm. and I, I think one of the big things about uh, trading or investing or money in general is um, when we don't you know we, we don't have the right psychology around money we don't have the vision of ourselves as successful at managing our money mm. um, it becomes self-fulfilling Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know you cover this in a lot, uh, in a lot of depth in your programs and, and other episodes and so on. So um, I, I think it's really important to have some aspiration to both improve your, your, your sort of self-concept, self-image around money and work on that, but also start having some big dreams about what life could be like with more abundance, mm-hmm. because it's only by having those dreams that will be driven to do the learning, do the work, do the things that are required to get there. Because without a big dream, you know, we just bumble along doing what we're doing because there's nothing to drive us and lift us, right? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's so funny that you just brought that up. I literally just wrapped up one of the first masterclasses that are going inside Investing Bootcamp this year, which is Epic Wealth Goals Masterclass. Because you're right, most people kind of do live on autopilot and it's not a judgment. It's just, it's genuinely how society is set up. And without thinking necessarily about, wow, what do I actually want? And what do I actually want to go after? Oh, for sure. For sure. We have this thing um, in our house, my wife and I, um, we, we wrote uh, after, again, after Tony Robbins seminar, I'm a bit of a fan, just in case you haven't noticed. Um, uh, we, we, we wrote our, um, a dream life statement, mm-hmm. which is a, a very rich, full description of what our amazing life looks like. Not as it currently is, but as we aspire for it to be yeah. um, in all facets of life. And, and having that vision uh, and that clarity about what you want life to be is an amazing uh enabler Mm. of all of this Mm. because if I want that life then I have to be the sort of person that can create that and if I'm gonna be that sort of person then I need to you know I need to learn certain skills and I need to be able to do certain things and so then I need to go and do certain courses or certain learning or read certain books and it, it basically creates all of the activity that is required to have that amazing life yes and yeah absolutely yeah I love that and what kind of mindset, just to your point before, what kind of mindset do I need to have? Like what, what is the mindset of a multimillionaire and what, a, what where's the gap? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now there's one other piece, which is really, really interesting. Um, and that's when you talk about investing or trading and trading particularly, um, there's certain preconceived ideas that come up in people's mind that tend to either block or enable them from becoming that. And if I, if I talk to a lot of people who aren't stock traders or traders in general, um, they might get images of, you, you know, some of those scenes on movies like The Wolf of Wall Street, which mm-hmm. are just disgusting, you know, awful people driven by greed, um, ripping people off, doing harm to society just to make themselves rich and that sort of thing. And it's a movie, like it's a fictitious image. I mean, maybe, yes, there's probably are some people like that out there. Mm -hmm. But if you have an image of something that is negative like that, you're not going to want to go and be that. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think it's really important. A lot of people will dismiss trading stocks or trading or even investing because they don't want to be that person, you know, (laughs) that in inverted commas, right? (laughs) Be that that money hungry, that greedy, that selfish, that you know, ostentatious, um, all of those things. Um, but that's just in the movies, you yeah. know? And if we can get past that fake image that they that Hollywood uses to, um, to sell movies and figure out or share what it's really about, which is actually really fairly sedate, 
mundane, very calm. There's no <laughs> screaming down the phones at your stockbroker. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's no high stress. Well, there shouldn't be high stress and freaking out and, you know, exploding relationships and all of those things done right. It is seriously just a dead simple process to follow each day that ultimately cranks out wealth. Yeah, absolutely. My God, I, I have so many topics that I want to go on tangents on in that. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's also so on point because I have very specific notes that you just touched on. But I want to go, <laughs> go back to when did you start online stock trading and how did that kind of start with you? I mean, I, I know the journey for you in terms of you were a trader on the side and you worked in corporate and then you were just like, what am I doing? Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to go and become a full-time stock trader. Like, um, and by full-time, I don't mean like literally sitting at your screen all day. Um, you know, as you know, 30 minutes yes. at, the end, at the end of the day. But, and I remember when my husband told me about you and obviously I'd met you a couple of times previously throughout the years with you working with him previous and you know he was like oh yeah he left corporate he just went and just decided to go and trade and I was like is that a thing (laughs) say what what? yeah and that's kind of how you know after I had become an investor for a bit and I was like I want to know more I want to dive in you know how do I explore more of this world and that's how our chat started but how did it start for you in terms of starting enlightened stock trading because you obviously had a really good gig you can just trade and be perfectly fine and go on sabbaticals and travel around the world so why did you start the company anyway yeah good question um, I think it's really important because uh, a lot of people assume oh you know you can support yourself you're free um, you just go on holidays but um, life needs purpose yeah you know and there's only so many cocktails and stuff you can drink and <laughs> before you start putting on weight and getting un- unhealthy and and uh feeling like what's the point in all of this not that i did much of that mind you but you know as human beings we need purpose yeah and what i found was um when i had my corporate career that was very uh all-consuming for me mm. and it took up a lot of my mental energy and um you know most of my time um i worked like a crazy demon um, most of my working, like corporate working life. When I, and when I um, got to the point where my trading income exceeded my corporate earnings, I had a look at myself at the end of the year and thought, well, yeah, like you said, what am I, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And um, so I stepped out to, to trade and spend more time with the family. And basically I became a stay-at-home dad and uh, did my trading each day and, um, you know, continued to support ourselves like that um but what was interesting was being free was amazing my stress levels dropped um got much healthier got fitter got time with the kids got time with the family um but i did find that something was missing Mm. you know I, i i didn't have purpose apart from home and family um i also found that I didn't have many people to talk to about my trading mm-hmm. because um, a lot of people will sit at home and think, okay, oh, I should do, I should, I should invest or I should do something with my money or whatever, but don't necessarily know what to do and don't have anyone to talk to about it. Like money is a bit of a lonely subject. And I was at home just doing trading. All of my friends were working. None of them traded. I didn't know any traders. I basically learned myself from, Uh, reading hundreds of books and attending a bunch of courses Mm. so it was pretty lonely um that combined with feeling purposeless and having a bunch of friends who were working saying how on earth did you do that Uh you know can you teach me it's like huh purpose sort of fell in my lap (laughs) it's like oh i'm i'm lonely i don't have anyone to talk to about trading Mm. um i don't have a purpose and there's all these people saying hey can you show me and, and so I started and I started um, teaching uh, some friends or colleagues and um, just basically meeting up with them and saying, okay, here are some steps and this is how I did it. And this is the process I went through. But I found that I was, I was giving a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I, I spent hours and I prepare and I, you know, do presentations, I do work with them and, and so on, but I was doing it for free. 
just for my social contact and my social my sanity um and um I, I pretty soon realized that if if i do it for free and i just i, I was pushing it at these people rather than have them having the desire to yeah. really learn and dig in and the skin in the game mm-hmm. and so after doing that for for six or 12 months i i realized that actually this this needs to be a business because it needs uh, to serve people who want to be served, mm-hmm. who need these skills, who want these skills, who have a drive to improve their financial situation in life. Yeah. And, and it was at that point, it was probably about nine to 12 months after I started informally teaching people that I realized that this was my kind of my calling, my you know, and it was, it needed to be turned to a business to make it self-sustaining. Mm. And, um, and that's when I started uh, uh, teaching formally, developing, you know, the process and the products, um, the process I took you through, which then later came to a, um, you know, a series of online programs and so on, which my students are now doing. Um, so, yeah, it was really born out of all of that. And um, wanting a community of, of traders to talk to, engage with and support and have them support each other. Because I, it took me three intense years to learn how to make money in the markets because I was literally on my own. And I, I didn't, you know, when I was explaining it to people who were wanting to learn after I left the corporate world, I, I, I didn't want them to have to go through that difficulty. I wanted mm-hmm. them to have a community and people they could ask and, and support and um, you know, a crowd of people cheering them on and those sorts of things. So, and, and that's basically what I've created, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's so important to also know that because there seems to be, well, certainly what I've seen, and I'm sure you probably see it more because you're more in the, well, you're obviously more in the trading space and I'm more in the investing space, but I see time and time again, this idea and it's, it's not unfounded because it is, there's definitely some significant truth to it that all of the scams and people that teach trading out there are actually just making money off the program or, you know, the commissions and all that sort of stuff and not because they're actually good traders. And so <laughs> that is probably also one of your biggest pain points to cut through that, a, there's definitely truth to it because there is a lot of that going around. And B, you are actually authentic. You have done it successfully. You don't have to have this program and teach people. It's a choice. It's not how you actually make money. Do you find that really frustrating, that kind of mentality, but also truth? Uh, yes. Um, and look, you're right. It, there absolutely is a large amount of truth to it. But let me, let me just point this out. Have you ever been to a doctor and walked away thinking, I really don't think he knew what he was talking about. Oh my God. So much. Yes. You know what? I want a second opinion. And after mm-hmm. the second opinion, I want a third opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not just in trading education that there are people who are, not as good as their marketing appears. Yeah, true. You know, it's That's in true. all industries. There yeah. are, there are, there's a spectrum of quality, particularly when it comes to teachers. And if you think back to your high school experience, um, you know, did you have some teachers that were amazing and some that were like, oh my God, shoot me. Do I have to go to another one of these classes? Yeah. 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 So it's the same thing. And so um, the, the difficulty though, is it's tied up with money. And as mm-hmm. you know, when something is tied up or intertwined with money, it's intertwined with emotion and charge yeah. and preconceived ideas and stress and fear and, and all of these things. So there are absolutely trading uh, educators or investment um, educators that uh, are just doing it to make money off the people rather than to, to help the people. Mm. And I think there's a couple of telltale signs. Should I go? So, sort of talk a little about you know what these are and what to look out for. Oh my God! Please do. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. If you so one of the one of the most important things is to look at how do these people really make money. Now, you may or may not have visibility of 
they're investing fortunes. Yeah. But the good thing is you don't really need that. Okay. So if you go to a, a trading educator um, and, and look at their website and you look at their products and programs, and if they're pushing you in a certain direction to a certain broker mm-hmm. to, um, to buy a whole lot of um, subscription services, mm-hmm. to sell you um, a constant flow of uh, tips or, or um, trade calls, like trade advice, like what stock you should buy, what stock you should sell. Yeah. If they're trying to get you onto all of that, what they're doing is making you dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the number one thing you want when it comes to money is to invest in yourself to build the skills so that you don't need the advisors. Yeah. Now, now I'm not saying you should not have advisors. Having advisors is fine, but you don't want to be completely dependent on them and at their mercy, right? You want to be educated. So the first thing is you've got to be educated, not um, buying things that just tell you what to do blindly without giving you a depth of insight. Yeah. And so my, one of my pet hates is uh, trade advisory services where you go and you pay, you know, $2,000 a month or something. And every day they send you a list of stocks to buy and a list of stocks to sell. It's like, that is the worst form of trading education out there because you're not actually educating at all. You're making the people completely dependent and I know for a fact that the vast majority of people who buy those services don't make money mm-hmm. because they don't have the skills and they just fall victim to the same human emotions that cause most people to lose money in the markets. They, they pick and choose which ones to buy and sell. They pick and choose how big, how much, how big an investment to make in each one. And they're completely random and all over the place. You need the education to uh, understand how to actually invest in the market like a process so that it's repeatable and consistent and you have an edge. So avoid just getting told what to do, you know, buy this, sell that. That's bad, dangerous. The other, the other thing to avoid is the, um, the recommendation to go with my broker, who's the best broker in the ah, universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those, the people, the, the, the educators who push really hard their broker probably also teach very short-term trading strategies. Mm -hmm. They probably also sell automated trading robots and encourage you to use those. They probably also talk about the benefits of leverage. (laughs) And they probably also talk about how you can make X percent return per week. Now, these things all have one thing in common. They're all driving you to spend a truckload of money on commissions at the broker. Mm -hmm. Now, why? The reason they're doing that is because they're recommending their their, their broker and their broker gives the educator a commission, a share of all of the brokerage that their clients generate. And this this can be a huge amount of money at the client's expense. So if you, um, if you recommend a broker, there's deals out there where the person who does the recommendation can get 50 or 70% of the brokerage that mm-hmm. those clients pay. Mm-hmm. And then you imagine they teach high-frequency trading, trading 15, 20 times a day mm-hmm. using an automated robot on huge leverage. Then all of a sudden, the broker and the educator is making an absolute fortune off the commissions while the investor slowly goes broke. Yeah. So this is why I don't recommend a broker. Well, actually, I I do have a broker that I recommend, but I have zero financial relationship with them. I only recommend them because they're amazing and they're cheap. Yeah. You know, I I, I, I literally, I don't get a commission at all. Um, And most of the people that approach me, if if you saw how many LinkedIn connection requests I get, from dodgy brokers who want to throw commission at me for recommending clients. It is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't even I didn't even think about the broker thing. I get a lot of um, Forex spam of like, which just drives me crazy. And unfortunately, I do see a lot of people fall victim to it as well. But you just explained so eloquently, and I'm sure that it's not the first time you've explained it, the not only the pitfalls, but the things to look out for, but also I think 
things that people don't actually realize, particularly around commission and leverage when there isn't, when things aren't transparent and there are enough companies, unfortunately, that are not transparent about how they actually make money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that that's, that's particularly really important. And I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly the same in the investing world too. It still happens, but I think that it happens more so in trading. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. A lot of, a lot of the big, the more marketing focused people who don't actually trade mm. and you don't know that they don't trade, right? They, they know traders and whatever. Yeah. But you, you can also see a lot of them have really polished sites, um, huge um, content production machines, you know, thousands of articles that get produced and videos every day and, and all of this. It's like, well, if you're doing all of that, you can't possibly have any time to service your clients. Mm-hmm. You can't have, have any time to answer questions. Mm-hmm. And if you buy something from them, and I've, I've bought a bunch of these programs just to see what's in there, you get zero contact with the, with the expert. <laughs> and if anything, when you're dealing with money, you actually need to talk to the person who knows who's mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, Because you've exactly. got to have questions. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes, you will. <laughs> Yeah. And in fact, one of the, one of the biggest drivers of success that I've noticed in my programs is not how much experience someone has. It's not where they come from or, you know, how analytical they are or or how much trading experience they've got when they come to me. It's, are they willing to ask questions? Mm. Because if, if they will just ask questions when they get stuck, then they'll get unstuck and move and hit the next barrier. And then they can ask a question about that, get that resolved and move on to the next one and the next one. Yeah. This is all the way back to the beginning. We're talking about the, the quality of questions evolving as someone learns. You can tell that someone is growing and they're going to succeed because the quality of the questions just keeps getting better and better. But when someone freezes and, and refuses to, um, you know, put their ego to the side and say, hey, I have a question. I don't know the answer. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, when someone ref- refuses to put their hand up like that, um, that is a big driver of, of a failure well yeah you can't progress yeah, um great. actually good i'm glad that you brought this up because one of the, the questions i wanted to talk well talk about is what do you think that you need financially mentally psychologically emotionally to become a trader because i mean full transparency it's not for everyone and certainly the people that, you know, I have a bunch of conversations in Instagram DMs and whatever, depending on where people are at. And some people start at different levels. Some people don't know that there is a difference between trading and investing and often that's mixed up. So that's usually an indication to me that, okay, well, first, certainly from my point of view, you need to understand how the investing world works, how the stock market actually works, is it, you know, base fundamental knowledge. You understand, you know, you need to understand certain things like risk and um you what your goals are and also your per- personal lifestyle like if you have a full-time job and three kids and like how realistic is it that you're actually going to have time or prioritize time around trading and if mm. you're only starting with five hundred dollars and you are interested in investing in your education and you know there are certain things that it's like you need to have also at least some interest kind of like what you were saying before like some skin in the game of like a deep desire to do it because there is a learning curve that comes with trading and you have to be at least somewhat interested in the technical side of it what from your from your point of view what do you think is like you need to have this otherwise it's just not for you yeah, good question. And I think it is important because it, it, it's not for everyone. No. And I've seen people try mm. and um, and fail yeah. badly because they, they didn't have the missing ingredient. Mm. And after teaching hundreds and hundreds of people to trade, um, what I've found is the most important ingredient is not what you think. It's, mm. it's a fascination in the markets and investing and how money works and mm. um, and how and, and how the stock market works and mm-hmm. how how to um, grow your money. 
Yeah. You know, it's a fascination in that. If you're one of these people who is like, oh, yeah, I should probably, you know, learn to trade and then I could, you know, maybe I can make some money and that'd be cool. Like, no, that's, that's not <laughs> a good starting point. But if you're like, oh my God, I, I am, I, I'm fascinated by the way the stock market works or by the way the market works. And how does, how does some people make money and how do some people lose money? And why does it go up and come down again and go up and come down again? And what is a crash? And why does that work? And ah, I just like, if it just like, if it just fascinates you, yeah, that's it. That's what you need. Right. You know, you don't want to go in out of some sort of misguided sense of obligation. Yes. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. And, you know, and I really honor and respect um, people that I talk to and they're just like, look, I just, I need to have things on autopilot. I know, I I know I need to grow my wealth and I know I need to be invested, but you know, trading's not for me. I'm like, great, good. Like have that clarity and know what works for you. Yeah. Now there's some, there's a couple of caveats, which I think are really, really important for people to hear. Some of the biggest objections or reasons for not doing it is oh i'm too busy i've got you know three kids and i've got a career and i got this and i got that and i'm sick and my dog's got you know a lame foot and like okay yeah great when i learned to trade i was working uh in a job that required 12 to 16 hours a day monday to friday mm-hmm I was managing projects or working in managing and working in projects across three different cities simultaneously. I was on two to three airplanes a week. I had a young family and my wife also worked. I did not have the time to learn to trade. Mm -hmm. I did not have the time to trade, but I had the desire to change my circumstances. Mm. I did not want to be doing what I was doing for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I wanted something better. And that, uh, that desire was enough to help me carve out the time. So I would sacrifice other things. I, would, I didn't watch TV. I didn't watch the news. I didn't read um, anything other than trading I didn't read the newspaper <laughs> on the bus on the way to work I would read my trading books and do my analysis on the plane between Sydney and Brisbane and Sydney and Melbourne and Melbourne and Perth and Perth and Sydney and Sydney and Auckland and back I would do my trading work I would wake up half an hour earlier so I could place my orders and I'm, I made it work yeah because I had the desire everyone is busy so don't don't i don't want anyone to be under the um illusion that your busyness is busier than anyone else's busyness everyone in life is busy yeah right if you want it enough you'll find a way yeah so it's not yeah i agree that's that's actually a really good point um it is a really good point because i think a lot of people can definitely fall trap into the again this comes back to psychology but the get rich quick mindset and a lot of the uh, to me the scammy educators you know try to sell this dream of like it's so easy and you can make like you said this much percent in a week and whatever and you can fall into that trap of like oh quick quick fix yeah it takes some time to learn there's a does. it does yeah you know, I, I took three years to teach myself by reading books and whatever. Mm. Um, I can now teach someone the basics and get them started in, in three to six weeks because I kind of got the process down and it's all, it's much smoother now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a lot clearer. Yeah. Um, so that that's to get someone started. The second misconception that I think is really important is that trading is again, like what you see on the movies. It's sitting in front of a computer all day, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, screaming at your broker, buy, sell, buy, sell. Oh my God, I'm stressed out of my mind. Buy, sell, drink coffee, buy, sell, buy, sell, drink coffee. And then try and sleep. And then, oh my God, the American market's open. I won't sleep. I'll I'll wake at four in the morning and trade, 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 trade. trade. It's like, that is not it. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you. The number of people that automatically go, oh, so you're a day trader because I say I'm a trader. 
It's oh, like this, yes. This, I, I must have heard that about a bazillion yeah. times in the last 20 years. Like, oh, what? Like, yeah, like, oh. what? Just because I said trading, what does it have to do with, like, no. Yeah. I think so, that's an indication that people just don't understand. Correct. There are different ways to become a trader or to, to trade. Right. So, so, so let me paint a clearer picture so that, so that your listeners um, yeah. understand Great. what it actually is. Mm. Okay. Um, trading is a, is a spectrum, right? There's very short-term, high-frequency, trade, 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 trade type people. Yeah. I'm not that. I don't, I don't promote that. I don't, uh, actually, I actively discourage it. And then at the other end of the extreme, there's like the Warren Buffett's of the world who are like, buy, and I'm going to hold forever because I love this company and I'm going to work on this company and help them and, you yeah. know, whatever. So everything in between is some form of trading or investing. Mm-hmm. And so my style of trading, which is systematic stock trading, uh, is um, I have rules that if certain thing happens, if th- certain things happen rather, I will buy a stock and I'll buy a certain amount of that stock. And if certain other things happen, I'll sell that stock. And all I need to do to make my decisions is um, update the data from the previous day's activity on the stock market. And I just press a button on the computer and it downloads it. And then I run my rules and I have um, the rules are just built into this, um, my trading software. So it's just like spreadsheet formulas. It's not like complicated analysis or anything. Um, so I run my rules and it tells me what stocks to buy and sell. And I place the orders with my broker and I go and do something else. And that's it. <laughs> and, and so the process takes about somewhere between five and 30 minutes a day for me. Okay. Um, now you might say, okay, yeah, Adrian, but you've been doing it 20 years. Okay, cool. Um, so it might take you 45 minutes or an hour to start with. And then after a week or two, you've figured it out and you've got rid of all the lumps and bumps in the process. Now it takes you 30 minutes. Okay. So it's, it's, it's really sedate. And to be honest, it's not exciting. It's just following a process. Mm. And you can follow that process daily and uh, trade as, uh, use a, a um, set of rules to, to trade or invest uh, that you run daily, but I have also I also have students that don't want to do it daily because they're too busy or they just don't want to do much. And um, there's some amazing um, approaches to trading that you do weekly. And so I've got a, a trading system, which is a trading system is just a set of rules that tells you exactly when to buy, how much to buy, and exactly when to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an amazing trading system which is once a week, and it takes about ten minutes a week to run. And it makes incredible money, like really good returns. And the return on effort for running that system is phenomenal. Far better than anything else I've ever done in my life. <laughs> because seriously, it's five to 20, five to 10 minutes a week to run yeah. it. Yeah. And so just because someone is busy doesn't mean you can't build wealth in the stock market. Yeah. You don't have to be sitting, staring at the screen for hours every day. You just need to learn a process that suits your lifestyle. And that's a big part of what I'm about. It's understanding your personality, your objectives, your lifestyle, mm-hmm. and finding the set, the trading rules, the trading approach that is right, you know, that fits you. I'm glad you brought that up because it's such a big part of, even as an investor, you have to understand, you know, because as you said, there is one in, uh, spectrum, which is fundamental analysis, which is, incredibly time consuming if you want to be good at it and beat the market then there's the technical side and then there's the like you said everything in between and I think that people don't think about how they want it to fit into their lifestyle or how they want to prioritize it Mm. and jump straight to I mean the number one question I get is what stock do I buy and followed by or equal to what broker do I use and it's like it's the wrong fucking question. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just literally edited and, and published a video. Uh, I think I think my team is about to hit publish on um, asking the right questions. Yeah. In trading. Yes. So yeah. yeah, they aren't, but they 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 the logical questions for someone to ask. It is. But they're not the right questions to really help them grow and um, develop. No. And become independent. Exactly. Right. So you need to ask different sorts of questions. Yes. And the first question is, you know, 
what is my personality objectives lifestyle so that I can understand me and then I can go look for a method that will fit. Exactly. Because that is the one that is going to be most successful, particularly when it comes to your mindset and managing emotions because the market does move. Um, And you definitely don't want something that isn't going to fit you because you're going to stop it. You're going to blow it up. You're going to self-sabotage without knowing. Yeah. Yes, no doubt. No doubt. And look, a lot of people listening might be thinking, oh yeah, but how do I do that? It's like, okay, first thing, be aware that you need to do that. Mm. Um, in, in my program, um, in my in my mid-level program, I actually have a whole module on your trader profile, you know, figuring out who you are as a trader so you can find the right set of rules and follow them. So it's pretty much stress-free. Um, so there are guide, you know, guideposts and, and, and programs that you can uh, use to understand who you are and what the right approach is. You don't need to figure all that on your own. Yeah. But the first thing is just be aware there's different ways to do it. And there just, is. Just yes. because the conventionally, you know, discussed ways or the preconceived ideas don't fit in your life doesn't mean you can't build wealth in the stock market. Because I've, I've seen it, people with all sorts of crazy constraints and, um, you know, weird and wonderful lifestyles. I've had success with this. Yes. Yeah. Um, Actually, I do want to talk about your two programs, but before we do that, just, you know, I was really fortunate when I learned from you that I didn't know another way. Ah, yes. (laughs) So I learned systematic technical trading and I was like, well, this is the only way (laughs) when I first came to it. And now, obviously now I know that there are, so many discretionary traders that don't have a system, don't have a set of rules, kind of a lot of it is winging it and guessing it and there's no process and they think that they're maybe doing okay, but probably a lot don't even look at their <laughs> results. Yeah. So how would you explain from a top level kind of like there's discretionary traders and then there's technical and kind of fundamental in terms of approaches and then there's systematic. Yes. How um, would you explain them kind of well? Cause to me really the only way to be successful at it is being a systematic trader. Yeah. Okay. Good question. I like that. Um, okay. So if you think about the way most people make investing decisions, okay. They, start off by asking advice from a few different people and then they latch onto a few ideas, do a bit of research, maybe look at some data, some trends and from all of this different bits of information, pull together what they think is a logical course of action and then mm. make a decision. Mm-hmm. That, that, that process is not very repeatable and it takes a lot of time. Yeah you're basically trying to assimilate lots of different sources of information and different considerations to make a sensible decision. There's a huge amount of pressure on that decision that you're trying to make that one decision to be successful. Now in, um, in investing and trading and stock market, particularly there's lots of businesses you could invest in lots of stocks you could buy and you're not gonna buy just one. Mm. If you buy just one and it does well, great. But chances are, if you buy just one stock, you're gonna have a very rocky ride. Mm -hmm. So you need diversification. And so that means you need to hold lots of stocks. And if you think about the amount of research and time and energy required to find lots of different stocks to hold to get diversification in your portfolio, it's an immense amount of time. So discretionary trading is, 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 difficult because you're looking at them um, lots of different sources of information about these stocks you're looking at the annual reports you're looking at the charts you're looking at different sort of indicators or mathematical calculations on the price chart uh, you're looking at recommendations from brokers and you're trying to assemble a sensible decision out of that mm. if you multiply that by 10 15 20 stocks in your portfolio all of a sudden you're drowning and there's no way you can do that if you've got a busy life not yeah. to mention the fact that it's inconsistent because, you know, you, one week you might be really positive because, um, you know, the world seems like a good place. You just got a pay rise. You're in a good place with your partner. The dog's being nice to you and Bitcoin's going up. And so you think, <laughs> cool, I'm going to look for things to buy. Next week, you know, something might have, uh, maybe it's crashed. Maybe you got fired. Maybe you tripped over the cat and banged your head on the wall and you had a fight with your partner and now you're in a bad mood. You're looking for things to sell 
right? It's inconsistent yeah. because the emotions get in the way. Now contrast that with systematic trading and investing, which is investing and trading using a process that is absolute and objective. If A and B and C are true, you buy. If yeah. B or E is true, you sell. Yeah. A systematic approach to trading and investing is rules-based where your human judgment does not come into the decision. The only human judgment is in creating the rules in the first place. Then after they're created and tested, you just follow the rules each day. And by following the rules each day, you get a couple of things. You get consistency, repeatability. You get confidence because they're objective rules. You can actually test them and make sure that they made money in the past. You'd be surprised how many people are, are trading using methods that don't actually make, didn't actually make money in the past, hoping that they're going to make money in the future. It's like madness. So uh, trading and investing systematically like this gives you a huge advantage over all of the people who aren't doing it. Mm -hmm. And it also dramatically reduces the amount of time it takes. Because I know time is, is one of the biggest concerns. We're all so busy, right? And when I started trading, I started trading, you know, with discretion, using analysis and reading the reports and looking at the charts and trying to make my decisions. I was spending three or four hours a night at the very beginning trying to find stocks to buy and sell. But when I went systematic, that time dropped from three or four hours a night to 30 minutes a night. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden I could cover a lot more ground in a lot less time, get a lot more diversification and I made a lot more money with a lot less stress. Yes. Great. I, I think that, that is, that's a really great way of explaining it. And, you know, I think there's, there's also so much misconception, you know, people talk about Warren Buffett as being whatever the grandfather of investing, but most people don't realize that he spends 80 to 90% of his day reading and doing deep analysis. And he's also been doing it for about 60 years. Yeah. There's and a lot of work in that. There's a lot of work in that. And I think that one thing that isn't really talked about either is the number of times that he is wrong, but also just like trading, that you're wrong a lot of the time. Yeah. And you have to be okay with being wrong and cutting losses and just knowing that you can have a, a system that is 50% of the time right, but it'd be wildly wildly profitable yeah absolutely absolutely one um there's a there's a lot of social pressure to be right yes you know and particularly when it comes to money if you say you're trading stocks someone's like oh what well, you know what stock did you buy or what stock yeah. should i buy yeah. okay. well if i tell you what stock i'm at, and then tomorrow they come back and they say oh how's that stock doing it's like oh um well it went down i lost money it's like yeah. oh damn, I must be an idiot. You know, there's a lot of pressure to be right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Particularly if you're doing three or four hours of analysis a night trying to find these damn stocks to buy, right? Systematic trading also helps with that because it takes the pressure off each individual decision because it's not the individual trades or investments that make you the money. It's following the process over and over and over again that extracts money from the market mm -hmm. each trade when you trade well each trade doesn't matter if it if you have a loss it's so small it doesn't matter if you have a win okay that's great but that one win doesn't change your life yeah what you're doing is you're following a process that has a positive expectation of making money and you just risk a certain amount each time over many, many trades, many, many investments, and it builds your wealth. Mm -hmm. Much less stress, much less pressure on being right. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be right 100% of the time. You don't even have to be right 50% of the time. Yeah. You could be right 30% of the time, be wrong 70% of the time and still make a ton of money. Yeah. Because what happens is when you're right, you have really big winners. And when you're wrong, you have tiny losses. And so lots of tiny losses, plus lots of real, a couple of really big winners actually makes a lot of money. Mm. Again, different way of thinking about it that most people don't sort of realize. Yeah. And it's just not the, men you're right. It's just not the mentality that is, 
is taught, particularly when, yeah, people are like, oh, good, what stock do I buy? But it's like, no, but <laughs> I could be out of that position tomorrow. <laughs> so it's not, yeah. that's not the point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When someone says, oh, what stocks are you holding? It's like, um, well, there's about 60 of them or 80 of them and they're all managed by different systems. And I don't even know what a lot of the companies do because it doesn't require me to. Mm-hmm. I follow the buy and sell signals that come out of my systems and it doesn't take me long each day. And I just take lots of trades over time and the account grows. Most people sort of look at me sideways and then turn around and go to the bar and, you know, conversation over because trading this way is not something that you talk about wildly at cocktail parties. Like, yeah. Oh, I bought this stock and I made this yeah. much money. And Oh my God. Like it t- takes all that emotion out of it. Exactly. And it, it doesn't seem as glamorous or as again, a little bit of that kind of get rich quick. Like, am I, you know, have you got a hot stock tip that's going to be the next Amazon or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that just doesn't, A, doesn't exist because it's just a crystal ball that's uh, yeah. broken. Um, and it's not the way to make money. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a lottery ticket. And what do we know about buying lottery tickets over and over again over time? How much money do you make? Mm-hmm. No, right? It's, <laughs> an, it's a negative expectation game. You will lose money. Yeah. And taking hot tips in the markets is also a losing game. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, you, there's always going to be that story of that one person who bought that one stock and, uh, you know, it tripled or tenfolded in, um, in value in a couple of weeks and then they retired and blah, blah, blah. But that's just one story. Mm-hmm. There's millions of people out there who are doing exactly the same thing, losing their shirts, blowing up their accounts, yeah, destroying their future wealth because they're not following a sensible process. Yeah. And they're not talked about and they're not advertised on these day trading, get rich quick Forex trading. No. And if you go, and if you go into the Facebook groups or the online forums Mm. uh, where, where traders, again, traders and inverted commas hang out, the people who are talking today are not the people that have just blown up their account or have just lost money or just done something stupid. You'll see the people talking who are, crowing about that lucky call that they yeah took yeah like their lottery ticket that paid off yeah and the trouble is from a psychology perspective this is really dangerous because you go to those forums and you'll see people talking about oh i made this much money i made this much money i made this much money but you don't see them talking about i lost this much and 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 actually I've been trading for five years and I'm still down 150 grand, but I just mm-hmm. made 20 on this awesome call that I, that I'm crowing about. Right. You don't, you don't hear that because people don't no. do that. No, they, they don't advertise it. Win. Yeah. It's, it's the, the equivalent of the Instagram highlight reel. And oh, also... it's so that it is absolutely <laughs> that. But it's also like people might, might talk about how they're up 20 grand or whatever they've done 30% this year, but it's like, yeah, but, how long have you been trading for? How what has been your return over the last five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years? And it's always a focus on that really short-term gain without factoring in. And this really does drive me crazy because I talk about it consistently. I feel like I'm a broken record, but compound interest and wealth accumulation happens with time. Yeah, time. Time. Absolutely. Time and consistency. Yeah. Time and consistently and a, a proven method. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can't um, rely on a hot tip or, a, no. you know, some guru to tell you buy this stock and it's the next Amazon and, and you can retire. What you yeah. need is a process that you follow that grinds out profits over time and builds your wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so talking of which you have two programs one is more fitting for kind of beginners and entry level, which is called the System Trader Launchpad. Yes. And then you have the Trader Success System, which is for kind of, you know, intermediate to advanced. Both are really amazing programs. I know a lot of students that have gone through both mm-hmm. um, quite recently as well. And particularly what I love about the way that you teach is you have proven systems that have been tested and that work to kind of shortcut 
people's processes so they don't have to build you know their rules from scratch if they do want to take something yes um what would you say is best for if someone was coming in and going okay i want i want to learn how to how to trade i do i know how the stock market works i know how kind of investing works and i, I want to do this mm-hmm. how would you differentiate between which to start with i mean obviously the ultimate is the trader success system i'm in it personally myself it's an amazing program where would you suggest people start and how do they know yes yeah, good good question so thank you um it depends a little on the level of conviction that you've got mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're if someone is listening to this conversation going oh my god that is what i want i've always been fascinated by the markets i'm in just you know show me how this works teach me um i really really want to learn this I would just go straight into the trader success system because it has the introductory components built into it. And as part of the trader success system, you also get um, as a bonus access to Launchpad. Um, so anyone can start with, with the trader success system, but it's obviously a bigger, more, um, more all encompassing program. So if you're, if you're looking at this saying, you know, that, that sounds pretty interesting. I want to get a taste of it. I want to try it out and learn a bit about the markets and um and just get started then that sort of person that would be um you know get started with system trader launchpad and then you can upgrade and, and you know if, if you if you find it's for you and you love the, the concepts mm. and the ideas and you want to learn more then just continue on as a logical curriculum yeah right? yeah um it's uh then there's also the, the financial consideration. You know, if, if someone has a couple of thousand dollars to invest and um, they're just getting started, they're not going to want to, they may not want to um, go all in for the bigger program at the beginning. I mean, yeah. it's, it's still going to be hugely valuable, even if it takes up a, a, a reasonable chunk of your investing capital, because the knowledge that you get and the, um, the long-term benefits of that knowledge is going to pay back hundreds of many hundreds of times over mm-hmm. but yeah. you know you, you know when you're just starting out and you've you've got a couple of thousand dollars of savings you don't want to spend too much of that so um the introductory program is going to be better for um someone who's just starting out on their saving and investing journey someone who's more established and already got investments then again the traded success system is going to um be a logical starting point because you'll get um even more value and more information you'll be able to accelerate much more quickly yeah okay perfect i think that's I think that's a good explanation. And yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm all about investing in yourself and your knowledge and it 100% pays dividends back. I mean, there's no way I would have been able to work out trading myself um, without the actual proven path. And I talk about investing the same. People trying to work out, you know, work it out themselves and guess um, and it is such a, such a big part of it is the mindset piece, which comes from having a proven path from a mentor, but also the community. It's, it's a really, and the support, obviously, but the community of other people, of it being in your world and it being normalised. Oh, no, that, that's such a good word, something being normalised. Yeah. Normalisation of um, certain actions or certain... Um, paths in life can work for either good or evil right you know psychos hang out together and that normalizes psycho behavior um that's not what we're talking about obviously having people who are positive growing learning interested in their development interested in in becoming something more interesting making more of their lives interested in helping others having that in your environment is huge yeah and one of the one of the things that i really pride myself on actually it's probably the thing that I love most about what I've created in enlightened stock trading is how the community interacts with each other. Mm-hmm. If you've got a lot of, um, a lot of groups around trading and investing, they're quite toxic, you know, people like bragging and then people <laughs> slamming other people and people asking questions and other people, uh, you know, abusing them for asking stupid questions. Mm-hmm. And all of that. My, my group is the absolute antithesis of that, you know, nothing but helpful people, um, all positive, all up this thing. No question is too simple. Um, you know, everyone moving forward together makes a yeah. huge difference. It does. And, yeah. And it's, 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 it's the group that I wanted around me when I was learning. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it, it does dictate your success. I mean, 
you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, what you feed your mind and that environment, it really does matter. Absolutely. No question. Um, thank you so much for coming on and having this chat. I'm so glad that we did it. And I, <laughs> I also don't think that this is the last time. I think that we need to go into a deeper um, session around, you know, maybe getting a little bit, little bit more technical about what it looks like in terms of, you know, even talking about the entire process. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. It's, I think this has been a great conversation and really helps to demystify and debunk a lot of the stuff that's out there. Yeah, absolutely. I've really, really loved it. Thank you, Simone, for having me. And um, look, I'm always very happy to take questions about this. Obviously, would, would love to come back and have, have deeper conversations and explore different aspects of it. Um, so if anyone wants to contact me, I'm sure the details will be around the, this, this podcast episode somewhere. I'm very happy to take questions and have discussions to help people out. Yeah, definitely. I will put the links in the show notes um, so they know also where to contact you. Thank you again. And we will be talking to you soon. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Simone. Bye for now. If you're not part of the Ms. Wealthy movement yet, make sure you head over to Instagram and hang out with me there. I am at Ms. Wealthy Official. And if you need anything else, head to MsWealthy.com and you can get all the info that you need. Find us on Facebook as well. And hey, I'd also love if you can drop a review on iTunes. It supports us massively and it means the freaking world.